Welcome to Lasting Truth, a radio ministry of Calvary Chapel, Sweet Hills, in Banning, California, where Pastor Ryan Hussein teaches the entire Word of God, chapter by chapter, verse by verse, giving our listeners the opportunity of receiving the full counsel of God. Here's Pastor Ryan. All of kings and put Jehoadah there. He saved the nation. Man, it's just honor. Give honor to whom honor is due. It's really cool. Verse 17. Now, after the death of Jehoiada, the leaders of Judah came and bowed down to the king. And the king listened to them. Therefore, they left the house of the Lord God of their fathers and served wooden images and idols. And wrath came upon Judah and Jerusalem because of their trespass. Just like that. Jehoiada is gone. Jehoiada was an amazing influence on King Joash. He was like a dad to him, a spiritual father to him. So as long as he had that strong spiritual person near him, he stood strong. The moment he was gone, he was easily persuaded by these leaders of Judah who persuade him, hey, let's go back to worshiping the, 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 the sex god, Ashereth and Baal and all of these perverse, wicked, pagan idols that God had constantly been warning them to stay away from and punish them when they sought them. But just like that, he was persuaded Isn't that terrible? Think about that. How can you make these reforms? How can you walk with the Lord for so long? And then the moment your spiritual mentor is gone, you're persuaded to turn against God. I mean, did you ever love God? Really? And that's something to consider. There's a lot of people who want Jesus' salvation, but do not want Jesus' Lord Jesus, master of my life. There's a lot. They want to get into heaven, but they do not want to make Jesus their master. They still want to live for the old man or the old woman. They still want to live for themselves. He's coming back soon. And God knows how to discern between sheep and goats. He knows how to make a distinction between those who love him and those who don't. If we read the parables, he says, doesn't he? Man, when when the master of the house comes, may he find his servants so doing. Not, not, not doing. Not just living for ourselves, but about his business. Because he's coming back and we want to be serving him. We want to be praising him. We want to be in fellowship. We want to be in his house. We want our houses in order when Jesus arrives. And the way the world is is warning us about how everything's going to change financially overnight, what what can we do about it? You know, we keep our eyes on the Lord. We're in his boat. He's not in our boat. Where is he? We're in his boat. And he's chilling, not panicked at all, head rest on the pillow, And they can say they're going to just rob everybody and you're not going to be able. Yeah, we know that's coming. But we also know we're going to be out of here. 
And once we're out of here, it's going to get crazy. Anyways, where were we? How easily persuaded he was. They flattered him, no doubt. He listened to them. Flattery is to give false praise in order to gain favor. False praise to gain favor. He listened to them. Don't let anybody convince you, my brothers and sisters, to go any route other than what God says in his word. I beg of thee. John the Beloved said that there's no greater joy than for a father to know that his children walk with God. My job before God is to help you walk with God as as you help me walk with God. But nothing would please me more than you being the most unpersuadable people from the world. You know what I'm saying? The world can't persuade our people at Sweet Hills. Our eyes are way open. We're not woke. We're not in fear. We let the word guide us. He was pers- it breaks my heart when people are persuaded by emotions and feelings and things. It's the word that guides our life. Turn with me to Ephesians, please. Chapter 4. Beginning with verse 11. Give me an amen once you're there. This is the purpose of the church right here, guys, right? And he himself, that's Jesus, gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, listen to this, that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting, but speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head Christ from whom the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies according to the effective working by which every part does its share causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. The purpose of the church is so that we don't get fooled. Notice how they try to keep us away from each other. This is the guide for our lives, for our church, and it once was for our country when it started. And we're the remnant saying, we need to get back to this is our guide. And as we come together, as everyone does its share, we come to a strong unification. There's unity. There's a likeness of mind. That's why people that have, are gone away from church for a long time, their mind, they can say, oh, I've watched stuff online. Da, da, da. 
It's not just the watching sermons. It's the engaging other believers. It's edifying each other in love and talking and fellowshipping. And what do you think about this? And what do you think about that? Man, people were coming back from being gone for years saying, oh, man, I didn't see things that way. We did from the get-go. Why? Because we talked about it. Because we stayed together. Even if we had to meet at the park, we stayed together. Want to wear a mask? Wear a mask. But we stayed together. And we talked things out. And we realized we're not going to believe the hype. I digress. Second Chronicles 24. Now, after the death of Jehoiada, the leaders of Judah came and bowed down to the king, and the king listened to them. Therefore, they left the house of the Lord God of their fathers and served wooden images and idols. And the wrath came upon Judah and Jerusalem because of their trespass. Yet he sent prophets to them to bring them back to the Lord. And they testified against them, but they would not listen. God so gracious that even though they turned their back on him, he sent prophets to them. To warn them. You write down Ezekiel 3. You read Ezekiel 3. Verses 16 through like 22. Where God calls us to be a watchman. A watchman for the house of Israel. That if you see a wicked man in his wicked ways. And you give him no warning. And he dies without you giving him a warning. His blood will be on on our hands. And also if you see a righteous man faltering. And you give that righteous man no warning, he will die in his in his in his in his sins, and uh, God will require that blood on us as well. The thing is, is that I know a lot of people don't like to do it. It's not the nicest job to do, but when you see someone not living right with the Lord or strain or has a weird new philosophy of how to do Christianity, it's up to us to warn them. And it happens in the house of the Lord. Jesus said, you are the salt of the earth. Salt is a preserving, was a preserving agent, right? We are the preservers of this book and what God says. If you don't preserve this and we become Salt that is worthless is tossed to the ground and it's stepped upon by the foot of men. It's, it's, if we don't uphold this, if we don't open our mouth and give warning as the Spirit leads, we've lost our flavor. All it says is that we're not loving Him with all of our heart, with all of our soul, and with all of our strength. Because if we are, look, I know my pastor would want nothing more than to know that I'm walking with God. It matters not what anybody else does. Will you walk with God no matter what anybody else does? If your friends stop walking with God, if your family gives you a hard time, would you still walk with God? Would you still be a witness for Jesus Christ? Or it's on the basis of, oh man, I only win because my friend, she's really into it, he's really into it. When we love God, it doesn't matter who follows. We're going with them. Because Jesus said in the last days, people are going to be turning from the Lord. In Romans chapter 11, Paul says, if we continue 
In Colossians chapter 1, he also says to the church of Colossae, if we continue in the faith. I believe that our salvation is, is secure, but I also believe in the perseverance of the saints. I believe that if someone's truly born again, they shall persevere. And though, and there are many who, Lord, Lord, we did all these miracles in your name. We preached in your name. We did this. He said, I never knew you. Whoa. I'm telling you, we have to love the Lord with everything we got. So we're almost done. We're almost done. They would not listen. Then the Spirit of God came upon Zechariah, the son of Jehoiada, the priest. This is the guy's like spiritual brother here. Zechariah, the son of Jehoiada. Zechariah, the son of Jehoiada, the priest, who stood above the people and said to them, Thus says God, Why do you transgress the commandments of the Lord so that you cannot prosper? Because you have forsaken the Lord, he also has forsaken you. Now he stood above the people. This wasn't just to the king. It's to everybody. Now that's soldierly. That's awesome. That's what it should look like today. It is the kindness of God that leads to repentance. But the Bible also says, save some with fear. Have we put away the fear tactic? The biblical fear tactic? You know, in three days, if you don't repent, this place is going to burn. <laughs> you know, just... Sometimes you got to be straight out with some people. This is your grace, 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 nothing happens. Other people, grace, 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 they repent. Sometimes you got to go, hey, man, if you don't stop that, you're, God's going to cut you in pieces. I kind of say that to like the gangster types because I come from that. I feel okay to say crazy things to them in the spirit. <laughs> When they look all like, you know. I like to tell kids who want to, want to smoke joints, get high. Every time you, you light up a, a spliff, you're inviting Satan to possess you. You're opening the door for Satan. And it just hopefully it becomes a buzzkill every time they, they. I wish somebody told me that back in the day, for sure. And so, uh, you know, you cannot prosper when you turn from God's word. Look, he who comes to God must believe that he is and he's a rewarder to those who seek him diligently. When you read the Bible, don't you believe you're going to be blessed? If you don't believe you're going to be blessed, you're going to still live the way you want to live. The old man, the old woman, you just don't believe the blessings will come. That's why they don't do it. You know, that's why people don't want to read it. They don't want to meditate on it. They don't want to pray to him. They don't. Why? They don't believe that God's going to bless their life tremendously. Turn with me to Psalm 128, please. 128. Give me an amen once you're there. We're almost done. Trust me. Psalm 128. Psalm 128. Blessed is everyone who fears the Lord, who walks in his ways. When you eat the labor of your hands, you shall be happy. 
and it shall be well with you. Your wife shall be like a fruitful vine in the very heart of your house. Your children like olive plants all around your table. Behold, thus shall the man be blessed who fears the Lord. you got to believe he's going to bless your socks off. You have to. You know, I have a lot of things now. Maybe I have too much stuff. But there was a time I had nothing but my Jesus. And I was, I was so thrilled to just have him. Because he who is forgiven much loves much. You know, I, I feel honest. I walked with the devil before. I, I, I lived on the dark side of the moon. I was a bad, bad young man. I don't want to, I don't want to get near that ever again. I don't want to dabble. I don't want to play. The Bible says even the appearance of evil is sin. I don't want to have the gangster lean anymore. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to talk the way I talk. I just want to be like Jesus, whatever that means. I don't want to be caught with the beer. I don't want to be pounding beers anymore. I don't want to be, because why? Because it looks like I'm still the same. All of my homeboys would still be in my life today if I didn't stop drinking. All of them. The moment I start, stop partying, was the moment they all stopped calling. Anyways, you can't prosper without, if you forsake the Lord, he will forsake you. He also has forsaken you. Verse 21, so they conspired against him and at the command of the king, they stoned him with stones in the court of the house of the Lord. They killed this prophet of God in God's court. Thus Joash the king did not remember the kindness which Jehoiada his father. Look at how the writer refers to him. He did not remember the kindness that Jehoiada his father showed him. He refers to Jehoiada as his, as the king's the king. It was your father. He killed your father's son. Thus Joash the king did not remember the kindness which Jehoiada his father had done to him, but killed his son. And 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 Jehoiada his spiritual father risked his life to save him as a baby. The Lord, he said, and as he died, as they were killing him, stoning him, he said, the Lord look on it and repay. Wow, that's awesome. We know what our Lord said on the cross. Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Stephen said the same thing, basically. Do not charge this sin against them. Remember Paul the Apostle was slapped? He didn't respond like our Lord, or he didn't respond like Stephen. He just said, you know, you're going to get slapped. We read that the Spirit of God came upon Zechariah. So who's right? The Holy Spirit's right. And the Holy Spirit was on Zechariah, and for this crowd, with that knowledge of God and with that heinous of, uh, I think to whom much is given, much is required. He who, is, who knew his father's will would be is beaten with more stripes. He who did not with fewer, that kind of thing. I just think that the Holy Spirit, sometimes the Holy Spirit, you know, on this one, you know, the Lord repay you for this. <laughs> I think that's right for him at that time. 
Like I said, the sword of the Lord cuts both ways. If you're going to be all fluffy and all the grace and the good stuff all the time, you know, we got to be skillful with it. You know, cut both ways. Chuck Smith used to say, with the proud, give them the law. And with the humble, give them grace. So if someone's being prideful and stop trying to give them grace, just give them some law. Anyways. So it happened in the spring of the year that uh, the army of Syria came against him and they came to Judah and Jerusalem and destroyed all the leaders of the people from among the people and sent all their spoil to the king of Damascus. For the army of the Syrians came with a small company of men, but the Lord delivered a very great army into their hand because they had forsaken the Lord God of their fathers. So they executed judgment against Joash. And when they had withdrawn from him, for they left him severely wounded, his servants conspired against him because of the blood of the sons of Jehoiada the priest and killed him on his bed. So he died and they buried him in the city of David, but they did not bury him in the tombs of the kings. These are the ones who conspired against him, Zabad, uh, the son of Shemiath, the Ammonitus, and Jehozabad, the son of uh, Shimrith, uh, the Moabitus. Now concerning the sons, his sons, and the many oracles about him, and the repairing of the house of God, indeed they are written in the annals of the books of the kings. Then Amaziah his son reigned in his place. So God allowed a very small Syrian army to come in and just and just devastate Jerusalem, Judah, uh, because they had turned from the Lord. You read in the uh, uh, in Joshua 23.10, God promised Israel, one of you will be able to chase a thousand men because God fights for you. One man will chase a thousand men. That would be fun, first of all. Imagine ch- chase, brothers, imagine that. I got this thousand, wait here. And they just all, the Lord, that's the promise to the Israelites. One of you will chase off a thousand. But if they forsake the Lord, a small army devastates Israel. God's in control of our destiny. Satan has come to kill, steal, and to destroy. But Jesus has come to give us life and that much more abundant. Satan is a deceiver. He will lull us to sleep. He will... He will say, you know, the sin isn't that bad or go ahead and compromise or they're legalistic or they're this or they're that. And we got to play it safe because Jesus is coming. He says, be sober, be vigilant. Through Peter, he said, be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, goes about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. We're in war. And uh, this guy was persuaded like, Oh, if Jehoiada could see how how sad that was, he would just die of sadness. But he died a happy man. And then the moment he died, his son, the, the king, turned. 
Just like that. I'm telling you, don't be persuaded by the world, but you persuade them. Paul the Apostle says, knowing the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. Father, we thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. We ask that you would bless your word to our hearts and help us to be a strong church, strong in your word, strong in your spirit, strong in love, strong in discernment, Lord, strong in faith, Lord. I pray, Father, for each and every one of us here tonight. May you strengthen us and fill our hearts with your joy, the joy of thy salvation. Thank you for joining us today at Lasting Truth Radio. If you're in the area, come out and join us for Sunday services at 8.30 a.m. and at 10.30 a.m. or Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. We are located at 3035 West Nicollet Street in Banning, California. You can also find us on YouTube or Instagram. If you would like to donate to our program, please do so on our website at ccsweethills.org and hit the online giving tab. We hope you will continue to tune in as we journey through the entire Word of God with the teaching of Pastor Ryan Hussein at Calvary Chapel, Sweet Hills. We don't.